On today's show, it is buy or sell whiteboard style on today's Lockdown Mavs. We're going to buy or sell statements. Will the Mavs finish with home court advantage for the playoffs? Will Luka be a legitimate MVP candidate? And will the Mavs stay a top 10 defense for the rest of the year? We'll buy and sell all those statements and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavs don't believe you shouldn't be here. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where you can hang out with us every single day and see what Isaac is eating, drinking, any other thing that he's doing over there. Uh, Thanks for making us your first listen. Today's episode is brought to you by uh, today's episode is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit RockAuto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. And joining me, as always, my co-host contributor at Mavs.com, the itching irritant, the one more thing king. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? I need Mavs basketball. <laughs> I need it. I miss it. I, I miss Luca. I got to do. What is Tim? What are you gonna do? <laughs> I got I got to see Mavs basketball. It's time. Bring it back tonight. The screen assist king. Oh. Rudy Gobert in Utah. In the words of Dirk Nowitzki, Utah is a bad city. <laughs> <laughs> Will nightlife rule supreme in Utah for the, for the Dallas Mavericks? Um all right, yeah, Dallas Mavericks play the Utah Jazz tonight. First game back since the All-Star, if you're listening, watching this on Friday. But today, we're going to buy or sell a bunch of different statements about the Dallas Mavericks. And we're doing it whiteboard style. And we decided to do a little twist to it. So, we're going to write the word a certain size, depending on how much we buy it. So, this little you word right here. at bees. This little... <laughs> <laughs> the bees are dying. The bees are dying, Isaac. We got to bring the bees back. <laughs> if the word is really small like this, I kind of buy it. If the word is huge like this, I really buy it and sell the exact same way. So let's start it off right away with our first one. The Mavericks will finish with home court advantage in the playoffs. So right now, the Mavericks are fifth in the West. They'd have to pass the Utah Jazz to get up there. They would have. They could also pass the Grizzlies, but that one seems. A little bit far-fetched, even though John Morant had that injury scare tonight. Do you buy, How much do you buy or sell? How much do you buy the Mavericks can actually pass the Utah Jazz? Ready? In three. Two. In two. One. one. I'll, you, I, I think I buy it a little bit more than you. I wrote a medium-sized buy, and you got a tiny buy. You're not buying so much that the Mavs are going to get home court. I'm, I still put buy. Yeah, I'm but it's, not... a little, it's really small. If you're listening on the podcast, it's very small. <laughs> you would know. How small? No. Um, (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) Can you tell it's a Friday show already? We even had the day off yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, shout out to the day off. Go listen to yesterday's roundtable with the guys that are in the similar uh, spot we are in in the playoffs. And the the Timberwolves. (laughs) And the Timberwolves. Um, He didn't know what to do. It's like, no, I, I've never talked about playoffs. In yeah, my life. Ben was just there. But you know what? He has the greatest shooting big ever. So, Oof. so also, I put small letters just because, I mean, 
It is a game and a half. I still think they pass them. That's why I put by. I think they pass Utah. I don't think they they could. I mean, it would just take a, a John Morant injury to pass Memphis. But it, they played they played really well without John Morant this year too. I'm not sure that even does it. True, true. Um, I just I I do think they pass Utah. I just don't think it's like locked in. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's in the bag. I mean, they still have Donovan Mitchell. They still like Quinn Snyder. I think it's a good coach. They still got, a, I mean, a good team. So I just, I'm not as confident in, as you are that they pass them, but I do think they do pass them. Yeah, I'm not 100% confident. I didn't write it like the entire like width of my whiteboard here, but I do buy that the Mavs are going to pass them. However, the Mavs do, they have the opportunity to do it in the next, you know, two weeks, basically. The Mavericks play Utah tonight, Friday, if you're listening, watching this, and then they play them March 7th. So you got you got Utah two times in the next two weeks. And then you also play them March 27th. So in the next month, we can tell if the Mavericks are going to pass Utah, basically, because that's the season series. That tiebreaker is going to matter a lot for this team. So you can, uh, you know, take away, take whatever you want from that. But um, that is going to be a big thing. I will not say that this stretch will define the season for the Mavericks, but the Mavericks have already lost one game. They would have to win you know, the next three to win the tiebreaker. The season has sure. already been defined early in the um, season. But the Mavs' next stretch is is at Utah, at Golden State, at the Lakers, home for the Golden State Warriors. That's a that's a stretch right there. We may learn a lot about this new Mavericks team. Yeah, I mean, and there's also a world that, you know, let's say Memphis stays hot, and you know they were eight and two, you know, going into the All Star break. You know, Golden State was six and four, and you know they're just a game and a half back from from Golden State. Like there is a world that. Denver, a game and a half back from Dallas, moves up. Dallas moves down to six, and Dallas is playing Golden State in the first round. You know what I don't want? I don't want that. Okay, so uh, I think that's one of like the worst case outside of falling to the play-in. I think the worst case scenario is Memphis passing Golden State, us dropping to six, and and we're playing Golden State in the first round in a three-six matchup. That's, that's a possibility. We'll do a show soon about all the different possibilities the Mavs could face in the playoffs uh, and talk about all those and which one you'd rather have. We've sort of t- touched on it, but we haven't done a full show on it. We'll Utah, do give me Utah. We'll do that. I know we, <laughs> that has been the consistent <laughs> from you uh, throughout all this. All right, next statement that we're going to buy or sell. Luka will be a legitimate MVP candidate. I'm assuming this is by the end of the season. That's what yeah. that's what I took it as. By the end of the season, Luca will be a legitimate MVP. Probably legitimate means top five to me. Will he be a top five Ooh, top MVP five. candidate? Three, two, one. Wow. All right. I'm selling it a little bit. I wrote a really tiny sell, and you wrote a pretty decent sized buy. Why are you buying this? I'm just all in. I'm all in on, on Luca's last stretch of the season. I think he set the table going into all-star break of just, just this insane run he's been on. I think he's going to continue it coming out. I mean, you look at his season right now, and we've talked about the whole, like, you know, if you're just lazy with it and you haven't really been paying attention to Luca's stuff, you can kind of fall into that beginning of the season narrative. And then it's like, oh, Lucas, you know, he's he's doing good, but he's not having that good of a season. He's It's not like, like, if you hear this comment, Lucas doing good, but he's not as good as he was last year. Then you know somebody's full of crap because yeah. last year he averaged 27 points, eight assists, eight rebounds. If we're just doing counting stats here, 47% from the f- field. This year, right now, he's at 27, nine, and nine. So he's already averaging more rebounds and assists, right at the same amount of points. He's a little bit, you know, down in his field goal percentage. And obviously, his three point percentage is just like two and a half percent down, you know, from last year. 
I'm just saying that to say, like, I just think that continues to go like it is. I think he has a monster final stretch of the season. I think Dallas finishes top four in the West. And I think we're having that by the end of the season. Like, he's already creeped in there a little bit. Some people, like, you've seen some different national media, you know, coming out of All-Star Weekend. They're like, oh, look at Luca's stuff. You know, seen some stuff on Sports Center. Our favorites, yep. Kendrick Perkins, had a little thing on it. <laughs> they like, did it on NBA Today. Yep, they, they did yeah, that whole segment. So it's it's starting a little bit. And if Dallas separates themselves into that, or if they pass Utah, I think I think we're like, I think we're two weeks away from people legitimately having Luca in that like Jokic, Giannis, Embiid conversation. And it's Luca's individual play, but it's also, I mean, Jokic is getting a lot of love because there's no one around him right now. It's him, Aaron Gordon, and you know, <laughs> that's kind of it. And Luca's gonna get some of that love too, because you're just gonna look and it's gonna be Luca and a bunch of role players. And since Porzingis is is out of the picture. So Bet Online had him at plus 3,300. He was behind. Obviously, Embiid, number one, Jokic, number two, Giannis, number three. I, I don't see him cracking that list. Curry was number four. John Morant, number five. You don't think he can crack that list at all? The top three? No. I yeah. think that I think the I think it's already just I think the ship's already sailed on those. Unless they unless he finishes. See, I think he still can. I don't I think that, that list, we just talked about that group of guys so much that I don't know that there's a way that he gets in there or that his numbers it's, will get to the point where he's it, they're gonna look better than those guys. But but here's the selling point. Is it none of there's a chance that none of those three guys finish in the top two of their conference? So, like right now, Miami and Chicago are one and two in the East, and then it's the, Philly, it's Philly and Milwaukee. So then you look at you know Denver at six, Dallas at five. So where you so at that point, you're not really looking at oh, okay, well, they're the number one team in the conference. They ran away with it now, unless you know if Philly does that. It's like, Philly and okay. Milwaukee both can do that. They, yes, they very well could. I'm just saying if it finishes kind of like it is now, then we're not really talking about seeding as a case for the MVP. And I just think Luca's. I think Luca, and I could be wrong, but like I think Luca is going to go on a tear this final stretch. If he keeps up doing what he's been doing before the break, and that adds on top of what he's you know, like his stats for right now, like I just I think he's going to be there. I think he'll he'll have a narrative with it. The way he gets there is. Harden takes some of the counting stats away from Embiid. They have to figure that out. It's maybe a little clunky at first. They lose some games. You know, like it's just not as, as clean of a fit right away as we think it's going to be. Jokic, sort of a similar thing with Murray. He's trying to defer to him a little bit more. We've seen this with Steph, right? Steph was up there for MVP, and then Clay comes back. They're trying to get him integrated, and so they're like, Clay, take as many shots as you want. And that affects Curry's you know, assist numbers, the Warriors winning, and all that kind of stuff. But they're working on that to get to the playoffs. That's what matters more to them. And, and so we've we seen we've seen Curry fall off a little bit. And then if the Bucks decide to, you know, take a step and decide to, you know, rest some of their guys going into the playoffs. I think those those there's all three of those guys, that would have to happen for all of them for Luca to get in that that mix for me. Well, and yeah, and Luca continue this. <laughs> and it's we, we haven't seen a team like for Jokic, we haven't seen a guy since Westbrook. And I feel like the you know, buyer's remorse on that was pretty quick. He's not Westbrook, but it's like we haven't seen a guy outside the what top four win MVP. I mean, if they stay at six, is he really going to win MVP? I'm not trying to discredit yeah, right. him because I think he deserves every bit of it with that roster in his insane statistical season. I'm just saying for the voters sake, a six seed, I don't know if how, yeah, I don't know how it's going to shake out. 
I don't know how I check out, but I do know that we're going to continue to do buy or sell. we got a couple more statements. Will the Mavs stay a top 10 defense? Will Dinwiddie finish the season with the third highest scoring average of his career or with for the Mavericks? We've got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. Davis Bertans question. Everything coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Truebill. It's a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't want, need, or you simply forgot about. On average, you can save up to $720 a year. What's something you could buy with $720? Isaac Harris. More built bars. <laughs> that this is the turducken of, of advertisements, right? Here. You're just, you're just throwing them all in there. You could buy a haircut for your son. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Isaac tried to give his son a haircut and did it without a stencil or whatever. That was bad. A guard today. It didn't work. If Isaac saved the money with Truebill, he could get his son that haircut. Subscription companies make it hard for you to cancel, but Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Link your account and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap check it out it has over 2 million users help them save over a hundred million dollars that's, that's a lot, lot. <laughs> we just did that at the same time don't fall for subscription scams start canceling today at truebill.com slash locked on mba go right now truebill.com slash locked on mba it could save you thousands a year again truebill.com slash locked on nba also, want to tell you about rockauto.com with the ever increasing number of makes and models of cars it's impossible for you to see all the parts that you need for your car or truck at an auto parts store. Why endure an often seeming pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning about your car, stuff that you don't know. What's the VIN number? Oh, I got to go check that. Okay, what's the make of the car? What's the all those kind of things? And then you just sit there and answer a bunch of questions. You can go do it yourself on rockauto.com. See all the parts that are available for your car or truck and save money on it. Their prices are always reliably low for every single customer. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? And they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into buy or sell. Luka Doncic will finish with the highest three-point percentage of his career. Buy or sell this? Three, two, one. I'm selling it. We're both selling it. Just about the same size. A medium, a medium to small size sell. Um, Luca right now is shooting 33 and a half percent from three. His career high was last year at 35 percent. I didn't do the math on this. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> You'd have to continue this tear of like 40, 45 percent from three in order to raise it to that level. And uh, I, I, that's just a lot. I think that's just a lot to ask. And Luca has been so streaky this year that I don't think he gets it. And if he does get it, it'll be so close that it's, you know, a toss up at that point. Yeah, I think he finishes at like that 34, 35 mark. I just don't think he goes over it just because of the quantity. I, I just think he's going to shoot. I mean, he's averaging eight to three, eight threes a game right now. And I just think he's just going to be shooting the ball a lot. And yeah, I just I don't think he hits it. And the volume at that volume is hard. Um, he would have to just continue this tear that he's been on, but yeah, which is um, 43% from three over the past 10 games for him. So, I mean, he could stay on the stretch. I mean, he keeps on kind of like what I just said, 10 but. games sounds really small. Like that doesn't sound like a lot of games, but that's 25% of his season. He's played 44 games and this last 10 games, he's shot like that. Right. So if you think about it like that, that's a bigger percentage than we would think of. You know what I mean? I thought you were trying to say 10 games is 25% of like the full season. No, no, no. Of the games that he's played so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. So, because he played 44. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. So I just wanted everyone to see that that's a bigger, because <laughs> we keep pointing back to this 10 game sample size and it seems really small, but it's not. It's actually a pretty. Zach Galifianakis, like, 
I'm doing the math. I'm just at, I have decimal points and all kinds of you know things all over the way. All right, next buy or sell statement. At least one Maverick will finish this season shooting 40% from three. All right, give me a second on this one. Uh, <laughs> will, will Dwight hit this? Um... <laughs> I'm going to guess no on the Dwight. Will one Maverick finish the year shooting 40% from three or better? Three, two, one. You're buying it, and I said sure. Sure, you cheater. All right, so Eugenio Marui is shooting 50% from three in his four games. Willie Colley-Stein shot 50% from three in four games. But if we're not Philly. counting... If we're not counting that, then it honestly does come down to Dwight or Dorian or Maxi or Brunson to get to 40%. Because it'd be hard for the rest of these guys to actually get to 40%. Exactly. I don't know. The, Reggie's at 36. He could has he been get, on a tear too. Could could he get to 40? He would obviously have to take a great final stretch. And here's a, here's a, a, a sneaky one. I don't think he'll get it because of the volume. But... If we just count Berton's as you know, time with the Mavs. I know. I mean, he's at twenty-eight right now, twenty-eight percent, but it's over Through two, two games. games. Yeah. But could he get forty? I mean, wouldn't that be something that oh, okay, hey, Berton's came in and you know, finished the season shooting forty-two percent from three and everybody'd freak out. That's actually the most plausible one, right? He just he's just he chucks it a lot. And For sure. Not all of it so far. You know, it's just two games, obviously has been like, hey, just chill in the corner and take a three. There's been some crazy ones of the flamethrower just coming out firing. Because he shoots with hand in his face. He shoots on the move. Like he doesn't, he's not just a standing still catch and shoot three point shooter guy. So uh yeah, we've seen him shoot 14 total threes as a Maverick. And uh, we gotta see more for us to decide if he's actually gonna get there. But he has the best chance, I think, besides the Omarui, Willie Colley Stein, who just got picked up by Philly for a 10 day, by the way. Shout out, Willie. So he's back. New IG um, videos coming up. All right, next one. Will the Mavericks stay a top 10 defense in the Where NBA? Where are they at right now? In the NBA. This is a this is a great question you just asked me. You know what? I should have looked that up when I gave you I was going to say, you're the one that came up, you're the one that came up with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Will Willie Cauley-Stein make Philly... <laughs> A top 10. According to Cleaning the Glass, the Dallas Mavericks are the sixth-ranked defense in the NBA. Will they continue to be a top 10 defense? Three, two. Hold on. Why so dang quick? Well, yeah, but we have them in front of us. Three, two, one. You're selling it. They will not stay a top 10 defense. I'm buying it. I have a medium-sized buy on this one. Why are you buying that, Nick? I'm buying this because they're already top 10. If you, if you look, I mean, the Mavericks are... You know, if they if they fell down to to ten, they would have to fall like a point and a half. That's a pretty big leap right there. If they just continue to play the defense that they've been playing, they'll stay up there. True. Yeah, I just think it. I think it drops just a little bit. I don't think they you know just plummets. I don't think it's like full on you know fool's gold. I just think it it drops a little bit. I think towards the end of the season, I think some other teams will you know this final stretch here. It's not the second half. We've went over this this final stretch. That's just kind of what I call it. But I think some other teams will will pick it up. I think you'll see some teams really kind of hone in on defense. I think obviously Dallas will try to keep it up too. But I think a few teams will pass them. And I think they'll finish the season 11th or 12th. I hope I'm wrong. But I think it's right outside the top 10 for me. 
I think I've seen a couple people say, well, without Porzingis, the defense is going to be a little worse. Without Porzingis, the Mavericks no. this year have had a 108.7 defensive rating, which is just about what they're what it is for the year for them. So you're not gonna you're not losing a whole lot just by the numbers from this year so far without Porzingis. The Mavericks have uh, you know, they have it's 0.2 lower <laughs> than their number with you know with Porzingis included and all that. So I don't think you're losing that far off. I think they just stay where they are. The switching allows them to do some other things that they weren't able to do before. Now that yes. you know Porzingis is not in the mix, so they have Dwight and Maxi as the centers, and they can switch and all that. So I think that they'll keep there, and I think that they'll stay a top ten defense. Well, will like, will they get to top five? They're sixth right now. They're they're flirting with that top five. I don't think so, but they'll stay in that you know six to to ten range. Coming up, let's get into some of the newer guys on the team and uh, and Luca. An interesting Luca one. Luca quotes. We got some interesting Luca quotes. We, or are we going to buy or sell some of these statements coming up? But before we do, let me tell you about. Oh, we talked about this before. It's Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They're absolutely delicious. I eat one all the time. I tell you that, but it's true. Uh, low calorie, high protein, replaces your candy bars. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. This is even lower than that. A lower calorie, lower sugar. High uh, in protein. They're absolutely great for you. The mint brownie is solid all the time. The coconut brownie chunk is the best bar out there. That one legitimately tastes like a candy bar for sure. Um, white chocolate cookies and cream. People love the cookies and cream. That's a flavor people like a lot. There's a built crave bar. I have not tried these. Caramel with peanuts in it. We may have to go in. Are you a caramel and peanuts guy? Sounds like a payday. <laughs> Isaac is chewing on his chewing on his expo marker. Isaac, don't get don't get high. Uh, check out the built check out the built bars. Uh, use use the promo code LOCKED15. You get 15% off your entire order at built.com. I can't joke like that. Some people actually think I <laughs> <laughs> All right, Isaac. Should we clear some things up right now? <laughs> doobie doobie stoner. All right. I don't smoke, guys. I don't yeah, smoke. A lot of people, people in the YouTube comments think Isaac is like, we get it. They're like, we get it. You smoke. He doesn't. Just expo markers. Some, some dude wrote us and said, we get it. We know you work at a church and you smoke. And I'm like, <laughs> I smoke cigars, but I do not smoke. It's true, actually. You do, actually the grass. You do that. All right. couple more buy or sell statements about the Dallas Mavericks. Spencer Dinwiddie will finish the season with the third highest scoring average. I'm assuming you mean on the Dallas Mavericks. Right now, that person is... Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., are we counting I'm not, him? I'm not counting Tim, obviously, or Porzingis. Or not counting Tim or Porzingis. So, Dorian is at, from the moment the trade, like, from here on. There's a lot of stipulations on this. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith is averaging 10 points almost exactly. And so, um, 10 points almost exactly. So, this is basically buy or sell that Dinwiddie will average over or under 10 points a game. Three, two, one. I'm feeling emphatic on this one. What? A big buy, a big buy for me, and a small buy from you. This is Spencer Dinwiddie's going to have some moments. I think he's going to after this, especially after this All Star break. They've gotten a chance to practice now. They're going to um, fold him into the offense better than they did the first couple of games. You got a Moira Rose fold the cheese in. You got to fold in Spencer Dinwiddie. I think that they will. I think that they're going to tell him, "Hey, you got to be more aggressive a couple times here." And can he be more aggressive five times a game and score ten points? Yeah, heck yeah. We've seen him go off this year for a couple of really good games. We talked about it with Lockdown Wizards in our bonus episode that we dropped on YouTube in the podcast yesterday. So go check that out if you want to hear more about them. 
Uh, they were not impressed with Spencer Dinwiddie at all, but there was a couple times sure. early early in the year that uh, he was really good for them. You mean they gave up on him after 34 games? Okay, they did. Yeah, true. Very much so. It took us three years. But you're you're buying this too. Um, yeah, I'm buying it too. I, I I agree with you. I think he has some moments. You know, I think the first, you know, like 25 point game off the bench, we're all gonna freak out and be like, all right, that's. I think some fans will will feel okay. That's what that what that's what it means to have another ball handler creator off the bench. And so you know, you look at his season up to this point. Played 44 games in Washington. He scored 12 points a game in 30 minutes. So in two games in Dallas, he's averaged around 27. I think he'll probably hover around that 25 to 27 minute you know, per game mark. So if you take away a point or two, that t- puts him around that 10 point mark. So I don't think it's like a home run that he he passes up. 10 for points. That's it. You just got he's just got to score 10 points a game. Yeah. If he but, can't score 10 yeah. points a game, then it's a different problem. What do we do? I think. <laughs> no, I'm buying it. I think it's over 10 points. We just, we've seen him over these first two games. I think some fans could see these first two games and be like, okay, he's just kind of a team guy. He's not really going. I think he's just still fun, trying to find his place in the offense and the team. I almost appreciate him playing like he is, you know, these first two games instead of coming in saying, I mean, he could have came in and said, hey, I'm going to chuck this thing. And, you know, be dropping quotes to the media saying, you know what? I didn't know how many minutes I was going to get. I'm just going to get my shots up over and over again and just really try to, you know, shoot the ball as much as he could. But he didn't say that. He's just trying to pass the ball and keep the guys involved. I talked about this with um, with Ed and Delante from Lockdown Wizards is that Spencer Dinwiddie did not play well with with Bradley Beal. That was a problem for them. And I thought when when that really shed some light on the way that he's played with Luka, he's been extremely deferential right like he's deferring to Luca a lot he's making sure he's the team player you know making the right pass in those first two games and that made made it a lot of sense hey I didn't I didn't do this with this last guy in Bradley Beal and now Luca is by far the best player that Dinwiddie has ever played with I mean as Spencer Dinwiddie played with a player even close he was in Detroit and then he went to Brooklyn with D'Angelo Russell and then uh I guess he was there for like three games with Durant he played with Ish Smith in Washington, I think. <laughs> he played for three games with Durant, played a little bit with Kyrie, but this is the best player he's ever played with for an extended stretch, and so uh, I think he's going to be def- – he, he deferred on purpose, and that was the reason. All right, two more here. Buy or sell. Davis Bertans finished the season with more minutes per game than Josh Green. Right now – the, This is what I meant by more – let's just – let's do it this way. More total minutes – from the time of the trade until the rest of the season. For the rest of the season. Basically, who who has more total minutes? Ready? Three, two. Well, you got to you gotta write it down. <laughs> I was answering a while we're ago eight. while you were writing your answer. So I don't have any we're time. Eight, we're like seven into this. <laughs> he doesn't get the, the And honestly, I don't know. I don't know the right answer. I'm torn. <laughs> <laughs> Just write both words and see if you can see if someone can make it out. This is riveting radio. Isaac just writing on a whiteboard. Three, two, one. <laughs> Isaac wrote bull and I wrote buy. Uh, I'm buying this. I, I think I think Davis Bertans does get more minutes than Josh Green. Sterling Brown is back as well. We have uh, Reggie Bullock is back from you know from injury or should be back. He's questionable for the game tonight, but I think he's going to play. Um, I, I just think that there's more wings right now than there are like 
big-ish guys like Davis Bertans. And I think they want to try to figure out what they have with Davis Bertans and maybe up some of that trade value if there is any for the offseason. I think they're going to try to push that a little bit. Um, whether that matters to Jason Kidd or not, I, I'm not sure. But I think they are going to push that. And so I, I buy that, that Davis Bertans will play more than Josh Green. Yeah, I I think I buy, I'm so torn up because is there a world in which they say like some matchups, hey, we need another like energetic wing guy out there off the bench. And they're they're not fully in love with Burton's maxi, you know, big combo off the bench. Like I could see them kind of leaning that direction some games of saying, all right, I think we want to do more maxi Josh. Um who am I missing off the bench? Maxi Josh Sterling Dinwiddie. May like has Josh Green passed up Sterling Brown? I don't like Sterling Brown was injured, so he did then. Maybe. Frank. Um, I just that's why I picked those two is because I think it could be matchup dependent some nights that you can get away with Bertons out there. And then but some nights you might need Josh Green. And so I'll lean Bertons. How different are Josh Green and Davis Bertans as players? Are so different. Like, just completely different. If you could merge the two, it'd be an incredible basketball player. But sadly, you cannot. <laughs> if Josh Green was a little taller like Davis Bertans, could shoot like Davis Bertans, and if Davis Bertans could do all the other things Josh Green does, like pass and defend. and We have tried to merge people forever. <laughs> it's, I think it is the thing we do best. Uh, all right, last one here. We will get at least one passive-aggressive Mavs or Luca-related quote from Porzingis by the end of the year. Are you buying or selling? Three, two, one. That's your emph- that's your emphatic buy. No, I think I think he'll. T- I, I'm selling it. Isaac with the emphatic buy. I'm gonna sell. I, I think he takes the high road in this. I think that he he decides to not. We got the passive. We got the quote already. Like the directly aggressive quote from Kyle Kuzma already. I think oh, other star. I think the teammates will speak for him. No, I, I got it for you. I got the But here quote. we go. Give give me the quote. All right, this is a game. This is one of like the five games he plays for the Wizards the rest of the year. And <laughs> he he has he has a good game. And it's post game. He's talking to the media. Somebody asked him, hey, so what what did you feel out there tonight? What was that feeling? Did you love being on the court? How's how was it playing with playing with the guys? And we get a we get a quote of, man, it's so good to be back out there. I'm feeling good really like the future of this team is I love the ball movement on this team. I love how this team just plays like this a team. wizards team. It, I love how unselfish these guys are. This wizards team. I, I'm just, te- I just I'm don't think he's going to get the opportunity to say that and the en- enough proof for him to say that quote. I'm not, I'm not saying if he would have legitimate proof or not. I'm just he's saying just I could see up. one of, if he said those things in Dallas while he was a teammate, you're not going to think that we could see one of those comments coming. I just, I feel like there'll be some type of quote that will come out that will be, that will, that people will be quote tweeting and be like, oh, okay. 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 Anyway. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I think he may take the high road, but there you go. That's buy or sell. Let us know in the comments. Do you think the Mavericks will finish with home court in the Western Conference? We will, that will be our question for you guys to answer. We will be back tomorrow night with, or actually tonight, with the post game after the Jazz. We're going to both be on that game. And then Sunday night after the Warriors game. Some big games coming up for the Dallas Mavericks. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Mavs wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on YouTube. Thanks for making us your first listen. Now make your second listen, Locked On NBA. We got the roundtable still running all the way through the weekend. 
the No Man's Land guys with the Pelicans, the Kings, some fun stuff from that one, the Tankers with our boy Ryland and also Jackson from Rockets and Thunder and all those. So check out those roundtables. It's uh, free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom!